This show is broadcasting live from Detroit Sound Studios above Activate Gaming and is part of the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hello, it's the hardcore legend Mick Foley, and you are listening to the Top Rope Review. Yeah! Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. Let's get back to ringside. I cannot believe Hogan would scoop that up. Oh, let's go in elbow. Punch the line. It's over. We have a new champion. Wrestling fans, are you WrestleMania 3 at the Silver Dome in Pontiac, Michigan. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. Let's get ready to rumble! What an incredible scene! Awesome. The WWE fans have got it. Nothing like the WWE. And this is Triple H has got to be sleeping. Welcome to episode 34 of the Top Rope Review, Detroit's number one source for pro wrestling and the official podcast home of Michigan's longest running independent wrestling promotion, XICW. We are a proud part of the Podcast Detroit Network, and we are broadcasting live from the brand spanking new Podcast Detroit Studios, not in Ferndale, in Royal Oak, Michigan. Royal Oak. Yeah. Yeah. Feels good to be in our new home, fellas. It's such a classy and place. And lady. Yeah. So Sorry. nice. I'm excited to see once they get everything done, set up, and this place is just looking beautiful. Yeah, it's 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 uh it's it's a very exciting time to be a member of the podcast Detroit Network. I've already requested the bed in the back and I think I can just be twenty four hours on you know, on hand security. You know, I really the, hope uh, that you don't out. move in because then it'll really start to smell in here and I don't know if I can handle that. So anyway, uh I am your favorite podcast host, number one voted on Friendster and uh, WrestleZone, I think maybe you might have posted that. I saw, it was just a random poll that was done. Josh Schramm. And uh, to my right, the number one BuzzFeed rated podcast host of all time, Wookie Will. <laughs> That's perfect for you because you're like – when you look at your interests and you fill out those surveys, you're always like a 19-year-old girl. So BuzzFeed probably much, does yeah. think that you're the favorite. The favorite internet host. is convinced I am a 19-year-old girl. And to the point where I now get clothing like mailers for like girls' clothing companies for like plus size women. <laughs> Join Will on Poshmark. <laughs> Getting torn ads. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and of course, always to my left. Well, not always to my left, but always here. Like short and shriveled and always to the left? Well, well I mean, if you want to say that, that's, <laughs> that's a little intimate, you know? Hey, you know. <laughs> Jamie McKnight, I don't have anything as awesome to uh, follow up like Will. Will's like, I'm the number one badass host on whatever the hell you were just on. BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not even on BuzzFeed. I'm, I'm, I'm the number one host on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it professional. <laughs> Mike Pakalski is not here. Uh, he, I'm not sure where he's at, but he's not here. I think he had to work. He's he's as soon as he has a job and they he pay him like to a, do something. How a country music dare show? he? Oh, yeah. That's right. He's we at, had this discussion. He's working the Dirks Bentley show. That's what it is. How dare you go make money when we have a podcast? <laughs> yeah. And last but certainly not least. Oh, Tabitha. Sorry. I didn't know if you were going to introduce me or if I was introduced myself. Well, no, the Social we, okay. Media Valley. We're trying to give you your own yeah. agency here. So. Okay. 
And uh, what are we drinking today, fellas? We are drinking wheat beer by the Falling Down Beer Company. In Warren. In Warren, Michigan, on 10 and DeQuinder. Go to www.fallingdownbeer.com. <laughs> For thank, more options. Thank you, <laughs> Howard Finkel. Have, have all your get-togethers there. It's a great place to socialize, have some friends over. Phenomenal hey, food. It's it's graduation season. Throw a little graduation party. You know, if you just finished college, not so much high school, but maybe yeah, yeah. college. Don't go there for, don't, don't go there for, your, uh, for yeah. your high school. Or maybe go there um, for after your, your kid's high school graduation. You need to go relax and unwind after playing their yes. open house. So we will be uh, for, for anyone that was listening last week. We uh, we had scheduled an interview with uh, Zach Gowan, but he we had some connectivity issues because we were coming to you live from the floor of Motor City Comic Con. So we have rescheduled that interview to today. Um, Zach should be calling in any time now, and so we're gonna get going with the show. But then obviously we will t- when Zach calls in, we will pause what we're talking about and we will head straight into. Uh, the world of Zach Gowan, and we'll talk to him about some pretty cool stuff he's got coming up. So, it's it's pay-per-view week, guys. Pay-per-view, Extreme Rules. How are you guys feeling about Extreme Rules at this moment? You know, I'm really... Uh, uh, the thing that really has, has me, like, into this is is the Ambrose Asylum. You know, this is new, at least to me. The, this I, I don't I don't even know the rules. All I saw was you know a potted plant with weapons. I steel, think? Yeah, but you can't climb out and win, right? So I mean, what it's just the only way is windfall. That's that's the only way. Pinfall or submission is what I remember them saying. Yeah. Okay. Okay. My scare, chair is really squeaky. It's really so, squeaky. Yeah. But I, I love that the potted plant's there. <laughs> well, the Mitch best. is a very important part of this feud at this point. So, well, Jericho so, broke him. The one. Yeah. yeah. Sad. So, so, so I tend to watch Raw a little bit later, and so I already heard about this. And the first thing I thought of was the match at the end of Raid the Rumble. And I was like, are they doing that? Are they doing the multi-layered Hell in the Cell match with weapons on like the second <laughs> layer? So I got all excited. So then when I watched Raw um, today, I was a little disappointed to see what they were doing. I'm like, oh, could have been so much cooler. I mean, this match is cool. It definitely, I like it. It's a good match to like fit Dean Ambrose, and this is one of the things that takes off for him. It could be like the Hell in a Cell match with Undertaker. You know, like this is the match that people will start to know him for, and he every couple years does one, and they're just phenomenal. I'm a little worried about it. I ha- I still have a bad taste in my mouth from the the uh, match that he had with Brock Lesnar. That I mean, it wasn't a bad match, but I think after all the setup they did for it with. Him getting weapons from legends and all of that stuff. I think that the payoff it, that that match was a lot shorter and less brutal than it could have. And then and the storyline just died. Yeah, like after that, there was nothing. It was just like, oh, he lost. All right, Brock Lesnar goes on vacation. But see you later. That's that's the that's the one uh, bad part of being in a WrestleMania storyline with Brock Lesnar is that after or or the Undertaker or anybody who's or Triple H for that matter, like anybody mm-hmm. that's not a full time wrestler. They're probably going to ride off into the sunset for a little while after WrestleMania. So you you're moving on to something else, which I think. I mean, I think honestly, they did some cool stuff with that Brock Lesnar feud. But I, I'm I'm um the the Jericho Ambrose stuff that's going on right now is probably one of the main reasons that I'm tuning in mm-hmm. every week. It's something that I'm looking forward to seeing every week. So. Anything with Jericho, man, is is, oh, well, yeah. is I mean, yeah. That whole the gift of Jericho and the drink it in, all I'm I'm loving that. Yeah, he's uh, he's pretty good on a shtick. So. Yeah, 
Yeah. Farewell to the jacket, though. <laughs> yeah, I, was asking, I, mean, I know. I know. At this point, I think he says he has three or four of those jackets. So I wonder. I'm a don't ruin the mystique. Well, don't worry. I, I, it just makes me wonder because well, they're all slightly different, though. None of them are exactly the same. So I just wonder if that jacket just gotten so old to a point where he's just like, Some might of the as well send it working. off. Yeah, send, might as well send it off the bang. Yeah, you know, or something. But. I, th- I thought it was good though. And I, I love how he keeps bringing up how expensive it is. Uh-huh. And like Stephanie Triple H, you're like, really? But that much it's money? Like, this on a is jacket? a $900 <laughs> scarf and a $15,000 jacket. Well, and I love that they're, that they're making him the heel. And it's a classic heel. Jericho's the best. Yeah. You know, he wants the fans to boom. He's going to do whatever he can to do the boom. And he's just doing his arrogant attitude. And it's mm-hmm. wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Okay, so um, I'm looking at Will because he was texting on his phone and got to call him out. Always got to call him out for that. But he's wearing a a Mel versus Stardust shirt, and I think I think now is the time we need to address the current piece of of news that he's a quitter. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think what he's doing is he just wants to go work elsewhere and get. You know, Where's he going to go? Lucha Underground? Oh, he'll be sweet in Lucha Underground. He would be sweet in Lucha Underground. Or New, New Japan. Japan. New Japan. New Japan. Especially New Japan, well, they, they tend to treat the little guys a little better. I yeah. mean, that's <laughs> Cody Rhodes has phenomenal talent, but his size, I mean, size makes a difference in big the DBE. Yeah, it does. I mean, people have said this before. The only reason Mysterio got his first big push was that Eddie Guerrero passed away, and then they put the, the heavyweight championship on him. Mm-hmm. Even by then, too, he had buffed up a lot. Yeah. But still, though, you know what I mean? Like, it could have been another four or five years for, before um, Ray Mysterio if ever got his first championship belt if Eddie hadn't passed away, which is it's sad to say because Mysterio, especially at that time, Mysterio was a great worker. Mm-hmm. So it's worth noting that we didn't actually say what we're talking about. Uh, Cody Rhodes, uh, was it yesterday or the day before, um, announced that he has on Twitter that he has asked for his release from um, WWE. He hasn't really – he said he's going to comment some more on what that means and why. He, he commented you know, like a half an hour ago, but I haven't read it yet. Yeah, but it's, it's not – st- it's still like a – to be continued. He didn't really He said hopefully today anything. he'll have more information he can post about it. Yeah. Um, is there any hope that this is a work and maybe it's just the death of Stardust as a character? Uh, Either way, I, you know, I'm behind the guy if he wants to leave and, and go somewhere else. Like, I'm still going to watch him just on that place now, you know. Yeah. But if, you know, Stardust is gone, that can't exactly be a bad thing. I mean, it's not an amazing character. I know. like Stardust. I just don't I think do they too. used him right. I don't. Yeah. Need, that's what I'm saying, though. But it's like you know, I, I just I don't see it in the long haul anymore it's nowadays. Yeah, you know what I mean. What, what bums me out the most though is that the one thing I really wanted to see was the was Dustin Rose and Cody Rose mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. Now, like chances that happening are super, or even you know, super super slim. Because let's say maybe Cody is down WB and doesn't ever return back. So or if, he, or if maybe he is, you know, I mean, Dustin looks great. You know, Gold Dust, he looks great. I mean, DP Yoga really helped him, but he's one of the older guys Who on the roster. Uh, DDP Yoga helped, honestly. I'm just saying. Yeah, and I mean, no. I know you have a lot more to talk about, but before we do, I want to talk about DDP Yoga. <laughs> DDP Yoga is uh, is quite the system. Yeah. And- so they should sponsor us. Just say. <laughs> well, we have a couple uh, 
part-time uh, users mm-hmm. on the show. <laughs> a casual, uh, I, I, I a casual dab, Saturday I dab, DDP. I, I dab every <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, I'll do it like shave for like three days. And be like, yeah, I'm unstoppable. And then four it would weeks be later, so I'm hard like, to like oh, stay focused be in your house, again. man. You just got like Ninja Turtle stuff all over your kitchen, <laughs> and you love pizza all the time. Like, yeah. man, it's a pizza that gets me. It would too. It get me too. It does get me. What are you talking about? We actually did uh, what? DDP yoga with DDP oh. <laughs> at uh, C2E2 a couple years ago. That was awesome. I know. That it was just the. Uh, Great, like DV was sweet. It was fun. It was funny too because didn't you like earlier that day like pay to get your picture with them? Yeah, which then, like, was fine. Which I mean, is, yeah, which is cool. But it was just afterwards, though, he was like, he was just giving everyone diamond colors, which was amazing, and taking pictures with you know, you'd be like, sweet. Ah, and he's you know, and it was guy. shortly after. It was like about a year or two after I broke my leg wrestling, and uh, he he asked me something about that. I was like, oh yeah, I was doing a double axe handle. He's like. You should never be on the ropes. <laughs> 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 Yeah, that was a good experience. I have to say, like, you know, all of us here, we go to a lot of cons and uh, we meet a lot of people. And I don't – how did we get – oh, we were talking about gold dust. Uh, D- D- Dallas Page is probably one of the nicest, most genuine, like, quote-unquote famous people con guest person that I've ever interacted with. Like, very giving and and uh, really cool. So, Yeah. Was, but I'm just sad though, because like, I mean, like I said, Goldust is one of the older. When it comes to the roster, he's one one of the older people on the roster, so there's a good chance that um, that there's a good chance that like he may not be in the company much longer. So the chances of of now seeing the Cody Dustin match at WrestleMania. So I think that that was the thing you, that you were going to that you never got to. Is that <laughs> that was you said there was one thing that you really wanted to see that we didn't never got to see was the was the the Rhodes brothers feud. like they started a feud but they did, it ended weird you know and um, it was it was really weird because um, Cody did that whole thing like Stardust is like. Dusty Rhodes is dead to me or something like that and Dusty Rhodes then dies like three months later or something you know like obviously he you know Stardust or Cody Rhodes doesn't have any issue with his dad like that was just a thing they said on camera yeah but it was just that was kind of strange too like there was no there's obviously never going to be any storyline reconciliation for that what Um, was his entrance into WWE Cody yeah um, he was part of Legacy. I mean, but him and him and DiBiase were a tag team before then. They were, they were priceless for a yeah, while. Yeah, they were. So they weren't. He was in. I can't remember if he was in OVW or FCW. You know, one of the developmentals, yeah. and then he came up. Yeah, and he was. He was. Uh, I think he was himself for a little while, and then he got in. The thing that kind of catapulted him um, to being more than just like a guy mm-hmm. was he was in the Legacy with Randy Orton. So Randy Orton used to lead this stable of like second and third generation superstars and so it was it, there were a couple other people in it at first but then it just it came down to Randy Orton and his two lackeys and his lackeys were um, Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase Jr. who at the time though they just got done being tag team champions as priceless right so and then yeah he was doing that and then he was dashing Cody Rhodes I like that gimmick. Um, he was kind of like, uh, I'm better than you. I'm looking in the mirror. I'm re- really good looking. And then he had a feud where someone broke his nose or something. So then he started wearing 
um, this plastic mask out, and he would um, he would give paper bags to people because in the crowd because they were ugly. That that gimmick was pretty sweet. Too. Yeah, and then, I mean, he won the icy belt during that gimmick, and he's the guy who reintroduced the classic white icy That's belt. That's right, he is the guy that introduced the the. The, that, that belt, that the my favorite WWE and then belt there is. I thought Road Scholars was a great tag team. Yeah, he was. There was a period of time where he was um, tag team with Damian Sandow, which was pretty cool too. Yeah, I guess my my question is, how long has he been in WWE? Like ten years. Yeah, about ten years or so. Okay, he's held the. And tag he's team. never never won the championship. No, Intercontinental. That's it. He's, that's he's it. held that tag. Well, tag. He's, he's been. He's like a two three time tag team champion. Two or three times IC champion. Why do you think after ten years though he's never? It's a size, just a size. It's a size thing. Size, yeah. like he's great. I mean, he puts on great matches, and they, they they use him too a lot of times. Is kind of like the guy who helps develop younger guys and the guys, you know. So well, he's I, probably gonna you know go to another place and have way more opportunity to yeah. actually be a world champion. Yeah, when I think that, I'm kind of hoping that maybe he'll go and join the Bullet Club in uh, New Japan. That would be pretty, pretty awesome. <laughs> So. Sorry, yeah. this wheat beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's it, he'll be great. Um, I think I think he will go and he'll wrestle somewhere else. And I think he's also it's one of the things that a lot of the guys do is WB is extremely demanding on you. They do like 360 days a year, 350 You're on the days road a year. All the time. Yep. So we had a Twitter uh, comment that said um, from uh, Tim Cole that said that there was a rumor that he wants to be um, the Joker. In the Batman Beyond movie that's being made, which I didn't know there was the Batman Beyond being, I heard movie about being made. that, yeah. Um, but that you know WWE, unless you're a very persistent and a Chris Jericho type person, um, it's it's quite a. It seems like what we've been report what's been reported to us is that it's quite a fight uh, for to get like outside projects. So not something yeah. they normally give to just anybody. Did you Whoa. guys see the petition everywhere for uh, Kevin Nash to be Cable in Deadpool 2? Yeah. Well, there's, no. There's a petition for like 15 different people to be Cable in Deadpool 2. But he's got to be it, though. That It's him or that guy from Avatar. The guy from Avatar the same, to, well, He's the, the and, same um, guy in every not – to, not to get off topic of wrestling, but it's, it's the same guy. He plays the same thing. Give Nash a shot because Nash at least looks like Cable. Yeah. Well, he's got the then, size. Um, I can't think of the guy's name now. Hellboy. The guy who plays Hellboy. Ron Perlman. Oh, Ron yeah, Ron Perlman. Perlman. He's yeah. also come out and said that he wants to be Cable. He do, Yeah, but Kevin Nash, he's got to do it. That's, that's the one. Super Shredder. Anyway, sorry. No, man. Talking about uh, wrestlers in the outside of wrestling is still something that we cover on the Top Rope Review, so no worries. <laughs> All right, so yeah. what's next? <laughs> uh, this, so obviously the other huge thing for the pay-per-view um, and that I want to make sure that we cover is the AJ Styles uh, um, Roman Reigns storyline. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of the club. Like there's, we we talked about those for like what they would call them, and we've had like like Bulletproof Club, which was something that we thought maybe they're doing, and maybe it's just they're waiting for Finn Balor to join, mm. and then they have more something to call them themselves this, the club. Well, they can't call themselves the Balor Club until he comes up. Yeah, you know? which you think we're seeing my Extreme Rules? Or you think we're going to wait another pay per view at least or SummerSlam? Um. Well, so that thing that you said before the show about who, or maybe you, I don't remember it was who said me. it. Yeah, oh, it was you. About uh, whoever loses the belt, or like whoever doesn't win, whoever's not NXT champion coming out of the next takeover is supposedly coming up to the main roster. Yeah, the next takeover is, I think, in three weeks. 
Okay. Yeah. So he could come up beforehand, but you don't, you know, who knows? But yeah, that's a rumor right now is that between Smell Jump and Bauer, whoever comes out as whoever loses that match is going to move to the main roster. See, I think, I think, like we were talking about that earlier. You said it could be, it very well could be Samoa Joe, but I think that um, Finn Balor's already done everything he can do in NXT. Like, it's time for him to come up, whereas Samoa Joe, he's just got the championship, so he can have a reign. Like, uh, Finn Balor's already had a reign. There's not really anything else that he can do. Yeah, I do think, I mean, this is kind of jumping chip a little bit, but I do think NXT, they're starting to get in this issue now where they have... A good roster down there, but they have some guys on that roster and some tag teams on that roster have kind of done everything they could do in NXT. And they're ready to come up. They're ready to come up. For them yeah, to and so they're kind of just sitting there. I know they just broke up a tag team this week on NXT. And now, of course, we're leading to like a two, three week feud with those guys shooting with each other. But then it's like maybe one of them will go for the belt, but it's like there's not a whole lot for them to do down there. Yeah. So. But back to I, so back to the AJ Styles uh, Roman Reigns stuff. I and the club like I love that uh, like they're in this storyline. But I f- it, I think it's a wasted opportunity to make them look so weak. Like week in and week out, we see Roman Reigns get the the better of the two of them, and they're both bigger than him. Like so, I don't uh, well actually. Carl Anderson might not be bigger than him, but Luke Gallows is definitely bigger mm-hmm. than him. It's like, come on, like, it's not going to make him look weak to get outnumbered. You don't like, like. I feel like they. I can't remember the last time that they made Roman Reigns like come out on the bottom of something, other than when it was Triple H. This is this is what I really hope we see because they've been playing up that whole chair like AJ's and him with chairs and stuff, you know. So I really hope for once AJ will do something that no one else has done against Roman Reigns is rip off that stupid vest before hitting him with stuff. Like Raw ended with AJ giving Roman a what, – what's his move? that The phenomenal forearm? Yeah, no. No, the one where uh, he like holds Yeah, him. and he does like the – Oh, the Styles Clash? Yeah. yeah so he gave him one onto a chair. Which is, hit him in the in the body. Yeah, him in the body, which is fine, but it's like, well, he wears supposedly that bulletproof vest, you know? Like, of course, I mean, I'm sure it's nothing more than a little bit of a piece of foam pad, but still, it's like, it's hard when you're looking at him and he's supposed to be wearing a bulletproof vest to think, wow, those chair shots must really hurt him since all the chair shots are directly to his back. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just a little pet peeve I have of Roman Reigns is lose that vest. We, yeah, we've <laughs> talked My biggest about. pet peeve with Roman Reigns is that he sucks on the mic, and, <laughs> yes. you know, I'm, I'm done listening to his promos of this monotone, bullshit, family love style promo that it, it's it, there's nothing there. Nothing excites me. Nothing makes me want to watch him at all. At least AJ Styles has a little bit of fire behind him, and he's interesting. You know, Roman Reigns might maybe that's his biggest problem. Why he's not getting over with anybody is because when you talk, you suck. You're like, look at look if at his mic skills were better. He would be more he would be way more over. Like, no okay, listen, listen. Doubt. Look at Brock Lesnar. Not to bring him back up again, but the dude don't speak at all. Okay, it's strictly Paul Heyman talking, and Paul Heyman is a genius on the mic, a genius promo cutter. Maybe take some lessons from somebody that has some enthusiasm, and you might get less than you know. 
50% less booze when you walk out. I mean, how long, how many weeks now has it been nothing but booze? That guy walking out every time I mean, he walks out. How many? How many months? Has it been? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying though. I but it's of, like it's constant, constant. Yeah. He I, I, used everybody used to cheer for him, and now it's just like yeah. we're over this, dude. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of think that's part of the reason why they didn't put Ambrose with him anymore is that Ambrose was going getting over way more over than him, and I think having like, the yeah, two of them together, you guys. people were. And then also, I think they put the Usos with them because the Usos. I'm not a big fan of the Usos, but. The they always get good pops, you know, and so and and I am liking this whole like they keep going back and forth calling them the family and the bloodline. I think the bloodline sounds cool, and they should just call themselves the bloodline. But do a faction, do kind of this straight up, you know, thing with them, and they're kind of doing that. And I think this this pay per view may kind of establish by the end of the pay per view may establish you know the bloodline and the club just going at it. Maybe we see probably see a rematch of everything. Maybe even see like a three and three match at the next pay per view. I I think I think that'd be a really cool thing for them to do if they if they pulled. So obviously we still know who they are, but like repackage like so make them a faction and then repackage their look a little bit. So Roman Reigns is moving away from the exact same gimmick he was doing in the Shield, and maybe the Usos are a little less. Wild Samoans, traditional uh, Samoan, um, you know, stereotypical gimmick. You know, find a find a middle ground, and because that's one of the things that like we've talked about it on the show, and a lot of people talk about it on the internet is that like one of the things that we don't like about Roman Reigns is that he didn't evolve at all. Like Dean Ambrose is his own character now, separate from the Shield. Seth Rollins developed his own character, but Roman Reigns is literally exactly the same. As we, he was in the Shield, we should ask the listeners too. Like, what what do you guys think of this Roman Reigns situation? Call in and tell us two four eight five seven nine five two nine five. Anybody? <laughs> <laughs> oh, where's the bell? The bell's not here. The, the bell's over the here. The bell's over there. Ah. Oh. So we are we are getting a lot of Twitter traffic. <laughs> we, uh, Tab, we got any uh, any um, comments on the Roman Reigns stuff over there? On nothing Twitter? about Roman Reigns. We got to like about Finn and uh, just the Batman thing. You can't really see it because. Uh... Uh, oh, so just to go back to apparently they're still promoting Finn for like future NXT tours like late in the summer. So okay, maybe that pulling him up thing maybe is not. Oh, right. Maybe, maybe he's doing, maybe he's doing double duty. Yeah, too. I mean they still half the NXT video is still people who are on the main roster in their opening video, you know, and, and they so it just. They just they, want to remind they, you who used they, to be they there. They take their time to I, do I, stuff. I was mad that they brought up Dana Brooks this past week for uh, Raw instead of because she's from NXT, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, brought her up, but you know Bailey still still NXT. Well, Bailey's feuding with um, The Rock's cousins right now. Oh, she lost to Nia Jax. Is that her name, Nia Jax? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Which I didn't know that. I guess that's The Rock's cousin or oh, I knew that niece or something. Related yeah, it's to one how. of those. It's one of those. Weird it's another things. cousin of the Rock, man. It's yeah. that's all. But I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't as mad that she. I read that she came up only because two of the girls are out right now with injury. I can't remember. Josh and I were talking about it. When they brought her up to be with Emma, and then now Emma's having back surgery. So yeah. What do you guys think of the whole uh, Barry Corbin Dolph Ziggler feud that's happening? It's it's cool because they have good matches. But I, I just Baron like, where Corbin are they going with it? Kicking his where ass are they going up? with it, though? Like, what's the end game? 
I can't decide if I like Baron Corbin or not. I, I felt the same way when I saw him in XT. Yeah. I'm like, like he kind of, to me, like he, he has this weird look where he's like, he kind of looks like he's tough and big, but he kind of also looks like he's out of shape. I know I'm like the last guy to like mention to say that, you know what I mean? But yeah, it's but look like, at Kevin Owens. Yeah. He is a fat bar dude. Yeah, but Kevin Owens isn't. Kevin Owens' his gimmick is that he's a tough heart fighter and not that he's like the biggest guy he's in the He's fighting bar. his calorie intake for McDonald's. That's about <laughs> the only thing he's fighting. Because Baron Corbin's supposed to be kind of like this more or less, you know, toughest Kevin, guy in the room. Kevin, don't block our show. Block Ninja so, Star, Star Shut Pilot. up, Kevin. <laughs> Eat another cheeseburger and complain about something. Well, that would be a badge of honor to have our show blocked by Kevin Owens, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Start bragging about that. <laughs> Blocked like, by Kevin Owens. The number yeah. one show blocked by Kevin Owens. Yes. <laughs> I'll tweet some shit at him tonight. We'll get blocked real fast. <laughs> yes. Uh, so um, when we were talking about NXT, it made me think of uh, the Divas stuff. So like, or excuse me. The women's, women's championship. Women's, it's, yeah, the women's championship match. And then something else I want to go off of that. But Can I just say uh, I'm extremely excited that Paige beat Charlotte. That was amazing. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yes, that was amazing. Except Paige. when uh, eh. uh, Natalia's like, come on, Paigey. Yeah, but that, was, <laughs> that was all just a setup for the it looks like they're doing the Charlotte Ric Flair sprint finally. That was just a setup for that. That he, mm-hmm. that, you know, Ric Flair cost her that match and that mm-hmm. it's going in. And they just did the contract signing, which I thought they ended the show with the contract signing, which I was surprised by that uh, on Raw last week. They do that sometimes. Well, I was just surprised they ended it with the women's championship. You know what I mean? You know, I think I think they see how much publicity and um, like what's going on with the women's stuff, and they they're they're testing it out to see like, well, what can we, you know, like how does this do yeah. if we put this, you know. I bet you they're going to be the. I bet you tonight they're either be the mid main event because they kind of now do like two main events on the pay per views. They do like the mid mid matches kind of main events. So they're either be there or they'll be the third from last, which so, is like the next like kind of high spot for them. What do you guys think? How's it gonna How's it gonna go down tonight? We didn't. You know, we've talked about like three matches and we haven't said what we think is going to happen in any of them. Does anyone have the actual card? We can go through it and do our. It's in the show oh, notes, William. It's on the show notes, yeah, Will. The notes. Open your show notes, Will. They're super crisp. I, I am running the I board. Was, running the I was board. here first. I'm waiting. I'm I was here first. And I'm not prepared. All right. Except to tag everybody that I was here first. Yeah. <laughs> I was here for you. Um, I was kind of surprised that I beat you guys here. What, what do we hope for? or What do we think is going to happen? Because <laughs> what? What? All right. What I'm hoping for. Honestly, Those things are never the same. I ever. want Charlotte to retain. I really do. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. I do. I, w- I want her to retain it. I do too because it means more, more well, actually, hype, more actually, heat to her. Will, what do you think? I, I don't want to say because what I listening? what I'm going to say is going to transition to the next thing I wanted to say about the women's. What do I think about the women's? I, I'm I'm torn. Because part of me wants to see Natasha Banks win. come out and just take it. <laughs> but, but at the same time, I'd rather see a Sasha Banks Charlotte feud or a Sasha Banks Becky feud. Well, title I, I put it to you. I didn't want you to say what I was going to say, okay? <laughs> Will. We, I mean, so, but it's, 
I think I think they might give it to Natalia because she has been in the company so long and she's done a lot. So I, I feel like they might give it to her. It's for, a nod. Only yeah. to yeah. have it taken immediately. At the next pay-per-view. But no. Monday Night Raw. Have it taken. Right away. Like, have her win. Okay. Then have Natty's, Sasha come out and she's take not it. Natty's, Zach Ryder, Natty's okay? Zach That's Ryder. what I'm saying is going to happen. <laughs> oh, I thought for sure. She may as well be. The only thing she's got going is Bret Hart's her uncle. Ooh. Wonderful. Your outfit's stupid. Yeah, I she's, not, like, she's <laughs> also though like one of the best re- women's wrestlers. She yeah. might be, but she looks stupid. Oh, and, she, and she trains like a lot of those girls. Like she's who trained them, like mm-hmm. works them a lot too. No, I get her worth. I understand her worth. I'm just saying, I think she looks stupid. I don't want her to win. But I, I think she, <laughs> I think you let, I think I think she wins. You let her hold it for until the next pay per view. You have to hold it the next pay per view, and you kind of during that you kind of set up because I think they're going to do a thing where it's Charlotte's going to lose the belt. And then it's going to be Charlotte and her dad kind of going at it for a bit. And it'd be really interesting to see, too, if maybe like Luke Ferris starts mentoring someone else as it kind of like pokes his feud with Charlotte. Because he's still like. He's they might still, build on that. But his, his name value is still worth something. Oh, it's to them. huge, dude. So listen, I'll give. All right, I'm calling it right now. I give her, I'll give her up to two Raws as champion <laughs> if she wins. That's it. Two Raws tops, it's gone. I'm calling it right now. So we'll know next Sunday when you tune in to Top Rope Review. <laughs> well, and I, I kind of see her go her winning because Lick Frere violates the contract and comes out to the ring. That's how oh, I feel like yeah, she yeah, loses yeah, the title. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Cause, cause, cause they, they, so that's the new contract. Is and then they'll like, redo the fight for, or redo the match for tomorrow. Yeah, because the contract is he is if he steps out from the back. Yeah, he's done. It's the match is over and she automatically loses the title. Will said lick flair like four times. <laughs> Josh is over here like licking. Maybe we do want to lick flair. I'm just, you know, <laughs> like, we met him at Motor City. He's, I mean, well, we saw did, him. Did we? We, we saw him. We we were right next we were in to the same him. Room as I took him. a selfie with him. That's true. From like the other side of the room, it was Doesn't a perfect matter. selfie. He's like ten. That was the best part, dude. That was the best part. Is it's at Comic Con being at the booth and hearing everybody walk by him. I heard that so many times, man. It was amazing. When I uh, cosplayed as Macho Man uh, last year, I think if you're going to talk about Macho Man, you got to do it in the voice. Nah, <laughs> his throat is on my. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like every time I, if if someone wasn't stopping me for a picture, they were going, "Oh yeah," or "Where's your Slim Jim?" You know, mm-hmm. like you know. So it, pull it one out of your much, shorts, be like, "It's right here." No, <laughs> so the next no the. Next, that's what we need to start doing in the conventions, though. We need Josh dressed up as Macho Man. I almost walking did, around, I almost handing, did out, handing out Slim Jims with little cards attached to it saying Top, top Rope. Rope. I could get some craftiness <laughs> going on there. Own, uh, uh, shameless self-promotional mascot. <laughs> that would actually probably work. <laughs> I'll dress up as Hogan. Mm-hmm. Mega powers. <laughs> Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be Dusty Rhodes. I'll, put on those, like, I'll, I'll wear that with pride. I'll, I'll put some polka dots on. I think I'll, I'll be the American Dream. An F. <laughs> I think more like Yoko's. You know? yeah. <laughs> Hakeem, the African Dream. Remember him? The white guy that was... <laughs> you actually kind of look like him. I'll be Rikishi. Oh, can we cosplay as Rikishi and you guys be Scotty Tuhati and uh, what was the other guy's name? Grandmaster Sexy. Yeah, Grandmaster Sexy. <laughs> can you do the worm, Jimmy? I can do the worm. <laughs> like, I think you look more I like I feel like at one point in time they had a girl with them for a hot second. Who was, <laughs> who nah, was their valet so. for a while? 
I don't know. I don't know. I've forgotten more about wrestling than most people know. So, oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, because I am the best in the world at what, what I, I do. do. Hey, but I might be the best in the world at what I do. But apparently, the uh, podcast champion is over here. That's right. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, you know, at Motor City Comic Con over the weekend, uh, co-owner of Podcast Detroit, Bob, he uh, got himself. Uh, official WCW heavyweight championship belt. And uh, long story short, I ended up being the keeper of the belt for the night, and I wore it with pride. Like, I carried, I was like, I'm only going to carry this for like a half hour. Dude, after 30 minutes and how much fun I was having, like, it became a party And then I just carried it for the rest of the night, like four hours walking around. But it worked because every time I went up to the bar, I would lift up the belt and be like, the champ is here. And everybody would part and I'd get my drink. Except for one time, the chick behind the bar goes, the champ has to wait his turn. (laughs) (laughs) I just could now see, like, next year at Movie City, Jimmy Zane debut his custom-made podcast champion of the world belt. (laughs) (laughs) So it just means I got to get my podcast champion belt made before he does. But the thing that was cool. Cool, though is like I know we made an impression because the next day when I went down there to get my hungover Bloody Mary, they were like, "Oh, the champ is here." <laughs> so I just want to note that uh, uh, Jimmy might have worn the belt all night, but Bob let me open it and wear it first. Like pull the plastic oh. off. I just want to note that in the same weekend. Oh me yeah, and Josh held the. The World Heavyweight Championship, and then we also held the Tag Team Championship at the same <laughs> yeah. time, so, the same weekend, same weekend. Yeah, we right. we complained. We compl- I mean, mostly jokingly because we had a blast at the wedding. But we obviously we missed the busiest day of Motor City Comic Con uh, to go to our friend Adam's wedding. Um, hopefully, Adam's listening to the show right now, and he better appreciate it. But He's Adam, not because I forgot to text him, t- tell him the truth. But Adam, like, congratulations, is, uh, you're yeah. going to be divorced in a year. Ah, boo. <laughs> Uh, more Sometimes like it takes years. two years, yeah. At least two. At I least know from two. experience. I'm glad uh, you said something that they get mad at me. <laughs> uh, but um, Hopefully you signed the print So though. he's a big wrestling fan, and so is his wife, his new wife. And uh, so after he, like, during the ceremony, after he kissed her, um, the... Um, she KO'd RKO'd him? No, the, oh. who, the pa- I don't think he was actually a pastor, but the officiant of the wedding... Went behind the curtain and he said, "Presenting the new WWE," and he gave them the so the golden uh, the copper pennies belts, you know the, yeah, the tag team. and then they they came out. So every one of their um, like at the reception, then every one of their uh, like each pair for the wedding party as they were coming in came into a different wrestling theme, which was pretty awesome as well. But yeah, they let us they let Will and I take a a, a DX. Ask a photo no, with the tag titles. But these guys want like hardcore with it. They had I can't think of the artist's name, but his his artwork looks phenomenal. But he oh. did custom photos of every person in the bride's party as wrestlers. And well, they had as, buttons as the as the wrestling action figures from the early nineties, the like yeah. the Hulk Hogan one that he's going like this and I'm switching chairs. I was. I'm just so perplexed by your movements. <laughs> he wants like to be able to place. plug into the board. No, I know. I know what he's doing. We can't. Um, we can't. You know, leave on sweet notes. If that's I don't have the true. Board that's true. So, um, so yeah, I can't remember where I was going with that. But uh, uh, the Miz, Kevin Owens, and Cesaro versus Sami Zayn. 
That's not where I was going with that, but oh, we can go there. Got, <laughs> WB made me so mad two weeks ago on Raw because they, they just teased me, and I thought they were going to make this Fader four-way into a like a five-way. Ooh, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening over there? Yes. <laughs> I popped my head under the desk, and I figured I had That's to make it worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I thought for sure they were going to make a, a, a five-way match and put Zack Ryder in. I just don't get... I hope one day, like, he releases a book and the first chapter is, this is what I did to piss Vince McMahon off. Because <laughs> it's like, the fans love him. He's a good worker. He puts on an entertaining show, but they would never give him a good push. Who are we talking about? Zack Ryder. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he oh, they just, they did that thing where, where he was like, he was like, well, I lost the belt last. Like, I should be in this fair forward match. You know what I mean? Not you, Kevin Owens, and they, they did that. Was a Kevin versus Zack Ryder, and like winner gets the spot, right? But it's like just make it a five way. Yeah, I think I think uh, they gave Zack his moment, and that, that's all they were. You know, here's like a here's a pat on the back for being a, a good being a good sport and being with the company for so long, and, and don't then leave, huh? And don't leave. Yeah, um, I mean, well, I don't think it matters if he leaves. They barely use him. Well, uh, he doesn't exceed more. He's part of the Hype Bros, which the Hype Bros go way over on NXT every time he's they on do. there. They do. But again, the half time the Hype Bros do a match, they're just doing a jobber, you know? So it's just like, why are you doing this to us? Um, uh, our Twitter feed is uh, is in great approval of you uh, cosplaying as Rikishi. So let's make that happen. Uh-huh. Thanks, guys. If the fans want it, Will. You the have fans have asked them. for it. We will deliver. Tab, you're in charge of making the costume. I will not be there, though, because I do not want to see Will in a sumo thong. So. Is that what? I can't remember what. That's, yeah, basically. Oh, I think I do know. Oh, okay. It does the stink face. I will yeah. send you the photos of which Rikishi outfit I want. Okay, we'll, we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, who do we think is going to. Who's, who's going to walk out Intercontinental Champion tonight? Uh, Sammy Zane. Oh, but he sucks. He's so you know lame. No, he's blah, blah. On me. <laughs> like a fungus. Like a fungus. You know, and a lot of it, I have to say, is my mic on, Will? I don't think so. I can't hear you. I moved. Hey, is that better? There we okay. go. All right, sorry. Um, you know, Sammy Zayn, dude, he, he's grown on me. Uh, and I have to say, a lot of it is due to uh, our Canadian buddy, Jay Clark, because they look almost identical, minus the red beard. They have the same hat. You know, they both are like old school ska kids. And even though I don't necessarily like everything that he portrays, I like him as a wrestler. Like he can, he is major talent in the ring. And I'll give that to him. So as much as, you know, I might not like this or this about him, you know, his performance is what makes me like him. Like unlike Roman Reigns where, yeah, he might be good in the ring, but everything else about him I don't like. At least there's something about Sami Zayn that I see potential. You know, yeah. so therefore I like him. Yeah. Now I like him. <laughs> I, w- I would like to see Sami with it. Um, I would also – I wouldn't mind if there was a, uh, you know, some sort of finish where Kevin gets it, but uh, Sami is some – you know, there's some some – Something happens in the match that leads us to the next feud being Sam, uh, Sami Zayn and, and Kevin Owens for the title, just one on one. I mean, I think that's what we everyone wants to eventually see that feud. That's just the two of them and not a bunch of other parties involved. Word, yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. <laughs> I don't know. It's just I, I feel like right now um, we kind of talked about this before. 
my like I don't understand why they only push one title at a time. I feel like half this match should be these guys should be going after the U.S. belt, and the other half should be going after the IC title. Even like they just came off of it where Miz was feuding for the ice for the U.S. title for a bit, only for them to randomly hand the IC belt to him. So I mean, and I'm loving the Miz stuff. I think the Miz is doing a good job in this match and as the heel, as the current champion, provoking these guys. But yeah, I think the main feud everyone wants to see is the Sami Zayn, uh, Kevin Owens match. Yeah, I agree. So the thing I was going to say earlier, and I just want to get this out there before I forget, is that it bothers me immensely um, that Sasha. I think I if. If the powers that be don't realize that Sasha Banks is the most over woman wrestler they have, um, there's something wrong. But the, the fact that, I mean, if you look at WWE TV, I mean, I think she's she's had a match like once or twice since WrestleMania, and that's it. So like no TV I, time, no storyline. I read an article like last week, I think, and um, they were say- talking about how she hasn't been on, but they were saying that they're trying – they think she hasn't been on because they're trying to keep her character strong for when she – and so like bringing her back for the – is it SummerSlam? Is that the one? Yeah, but out of sight, out of mind is not good. True. I, but they said that there was a reason that she's actually like been – you know, she's still like, wor- like working out and she's there and stuff. But I mean, obviously, but, but there's a reason why she hasn't been there recently. Also, I just saw online, this has nothing to do with Sasha Banks, but it said Enzo Amore's backstage at tonight's Extreme Rules pay-per-view. Of course. That's exciting. Yeah, I mean, they're doing Bible. a good job keeping Big Cash <laughs> relevant, too. I thought that spot with him and Jericho oh, was yeah. two weeks ago was nice. And I thought for, you know, being as, you know, not that he's super green, but he's, you know, he did just come up from NXT. I, I think for being a guy that that is relatively new, just came up from NXT. Um, he held his own in that exchange with one of the best mic workers in the history of the company. Yeah. I loved when Jericho went to say something and he just put his hand over the mic and pushed it down. <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, that's perfect. I agree. Here, hold that. Sure. We're going to take a picture to post on Top Rope Review right now <laughs> of Josh, <laughs> the, the greatest wrestler of all time. <laughs> The undefeated Funko champion. He's moving. I think it's just a All right, Jimmy. Yo. I feel like maybe we need to have an intervention. Oh, why? Like, like I think he's Macho Man is amazing. Yeah. I feel like you now Are we doing this right now? A Macho Man Uh-oh. picture video on Facebook every day. I do. And it's usually the exact same thing. Like, Macho Man's the greatest ever is. Just FYI. <laughs> you know, I feel that it's my civic duty to remind everyone daily about who is the best there ever was. I'm just Funky saying. like a monkey, too sweet to be sour. Absolutely. <laughs> I saw that you just uh, sent me a Twitter thing, Will, about Rikishi. I hope that, I hope that was the right are, account because you have two of them. I never you, know which one's your real Are one. you going to dye your hair blonde? <laughs> No, no, don't mention those type of things that you know that <laughs> I have a pu- my public, public my public one. We has- talked about this two weeks ago on the oh, show. Okay, I so- probably scolded you then too. It's okay, no, no. So, are you going to dye your hair blonde and grow it out like that? Yeah, the only way that we're going to make you a Rikishi cosplay is if you dye your. Also, you hair have to get the facial hair just right, and that's like. Uh, I- he might- no, you probably can't. He can't my, grow my any facial hair. hair his chin. My facial hair does not grow very well. Oh, I wish no. I had that kind of problem on my balls. I'm just saying. Oh, God. <laughs> does he have a shell necklace on, too? Can, yeah. you, can you keep those kind of comments to the next uh, show? <laughs> <laughs> 
No talking about your balls on tap rubber view. Oh, I, I just I just came in at the last second about wishing that he you know about hair growing. I figured I'd throw that in there. <laughs> is that a skirt? What like what is that? Is that a what Will's in a skirt? Whoa. No, she's looking at pictures of yeah. Rikishi. Oh. <laughs> That's it's a rikishi skirt. That's the Uso's dad, by the way. So yeah, he he he, he would walk out wearing that, and he would pull it off when you. Oh, I like the, the one where he has like just the underwear on, but he has like the little fringe Under coming the, off of it. Yeah. What are they the called? Uh, pants. What? What is that? Is it raining? Yeah, that's the uh, the Nas tank. <laughs> oh, so what is going on? <laughs> I can only hear it in my head. Oh no. No, okay. that's uh that's for the kegerator. It's raining, man. Oh okay. Did you say right. rainy men? It's yeah. not rainy men. <laughs> <laughs> well, There's a bunch of dudes outside. Jeez. Dad would like that. <laughs> Hurry up. we got to get there. <laughs> <laughs> well, so right. what else do we got tonight that we haven't touched on? Uh, oh, wait, wait. Okay. At least to me, the biggest match of the night is Chris Jericho versus Ambrose. Right. In the Ambrose, in the Ambrose Asylum. Um, what, what do you guys expect to see from this? Like, who do you think is going to come out? Champion in or not? Well, winner of this. I think I think Ambrose will. Like I said earlier, because it's I, his. I, I think this could be a match where they kind of accept, kind of how the Undertaker had the Hell in the Cell thing is kind of like his thing. Yeah, you know, like and people, you can't beat him. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, people just associate Hell in the Cell whoa, often whoa, with whoa, him or Mick Foley. Whoa, 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 mm-hmm. whoa. What? This is very obviously more like a casket match or a buried alive match. Because it's the Ambrose Asylum, it's an you know it's it's part of his gimmick. Whereas Hell in the Cell like isn't directly tied to it's directly tied to the Undertaker because he's been in it. But it's not like wasn't the very first Hell in the Cell match with the Undertaker, right? But it's but cells aren't part of his gimmick. Like a cat a casket match or a buried alive match is part of his I, gimmick. I got you. I'm just I'm not. I'm not really arguing. I, I'm I have just, a question. Like they have all this no. stuff on top of the, uh, the 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 cell cage, whatever. Like, how do they have to climb up there and get that? Yeah, probably. Am I stupid? I don't know. <laughs> but more than like, I think that's it gets what gets lowered on a on a wire. I think that's what it is. It's just these weapons that they can climb up and grab. Oh, I didn't know um, if it was like closed off on top and they weren't able to get up there, or like how so, that worked. I, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what they're gonna do. Yeah. Um, I guess. I mean, I know in some of his earlier stuff and some of the stuff he did in his early career in Japan. But I feel like Jericho doesn't do a lot of hardcore matches. So it'll be interesting to see like how far he goes with it. I want to see how they use that straight... I think he had a straight jacket up there. I'm going to see if they actually... Yeah, <laughs> put it back on him and then Ambrose goes crazy, hits him with the potted plant and wins. Hmm. When do you think... Okay, the, the real question is, how soon in the match will there be blood? Or will there uh, be blood? Uh, Jericho yeah. doesn't care about the fines. <laughs> he doesn't have Dave Batista to pay for him this time, though. <laughs> Dude, Jericho has all that money from uh, that Comedy Central show he did. <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing no, to report. Nothing to report. Available online. Uh, uh, cool. <laughs> and he has all that Amazon money coming in. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, so... We didn't get a chance to talk about it. What do you guys? What? Who are? Uh, who? What do we think about uh, all the releases? Uh, was it last week? It, it was bound to happen. I yeah. mean, they they the, those every, are all, like all people that haven't yeah, been on TV. And, like I mean, half that list. I was like, I even know they were still part of the company. WWE does this every couple of years. They just do a big. They trim the roster down so they could bring up. So they can try to get some new talent. I mean. So it's just some guys not doing anything with. 
So I'm not surprised. I want to talk about, though, something near to my heart. Good old New Day. Oh, that's Their right. Their promo yeah. Raw was phenomenal. We have nine minutes. Get off here, Jimmy. <laughs> um, uh, the they're 50-minute hours. I'm new, just De- new DeLorean, or is that what it's called? The new... New Corey over here. New. Hey, when you were, when you were uh, podcasting at, at Motor City last weekend, you guys' show went right until we need the <laughs> That's going. a different story. So. That's a live setting <laughs> yeah, in a convention. Live, live right now. <laughs> but so New Day, I'm real confused, though, because New Day did this really funny spot about time travel, had some funny funny jokes. But they had this one thing where this time machine was made at home by Xavier Woods, which I'm proud of him for making a time machine. And there was a keyboard, and the keyboard was sticky. And I'm just kind of trying to figure out why it's sticky. I wonder if he is kind of like me when he's at the computer and he's pounding away at peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Pounding away at what? Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. You know the jelly gets on the keyboard? <laughs> you walked out at the right time. Oh, good. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> I don't even want to broach that. <laughs> but they did a funny spot, though, where Kofi Kingston was re- referenced his Jamaican gimmick and then was like, I want to stay. 2009 was my best year. <laughs> that was good. Which arguably, this last year has probably been his best year. I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, they, they, no, the, uh, New Day funny as always, obviously. I'm, I'm really excited for when they, they actually feud with uh, Enzo and Big Cass. But uh, – Jimmy uh, is Wait, real ready. quick though. We didn't talk about who we thought were going to win that match. Do we think the Vought Villains have a chance they no, actually win? Not at all. No. Not at all. If they do, they'll drop it right back. I think, and then they'll be the three-time WWE Tag Team Champions. But anyway, uh, I want to remind everyone that we have uh, Joe Coleman on the show next week. And I Yay. think did we decide we flex? Did we decide flex? <laughs> did we decide we're going to do a, a three hours of power? Three hours of power cross pod with top rope review and the Ninja Starship featuring XICW wrestler Mister Latter Day Night, the genetic jackpot Joel Coleman will be featured for the X Men episode. It's going to be a pod apocalypse. A pod apocalypse. <laughs> you mean Age of. A podcalypse? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, you forgot your own tagline, man. Come I know. On. I, uh, I, I was so hyped about that. I know. You're, it's good, man. So this has been episode 34 of the Top Rope Review. Thanks for listening this week. Thanks to the Falling Down Beer Company for keeping our show well hydrated. And thanks for tuning in. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Top Rope Review. Give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com, Top Rope Review. And if you ever miss one of these sweet, sweet episodes, you can find them on SoundCloud and iTunes within a, a day or two of the, the live broadcast. Uh, take us home, uh, Genetic Gym Pot. I'm trying, but it isn't working. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> All right. Imp- that was me the channel. I don't know what's going on. Imp- just improvise a Macho Man promo right now. <laughs> you have them all memorized by the back of your hand. We know you know it. I'm the Tower of Power, too sweet to be sour, funky like a monkey, sky's the limit, and space is the place. Yeah. See, we just have you do that every week. <laughs> Here we go. Up a promo. All right, we'll see you guys right, see next week. Bye. But, oh, wait. I think I might have figured it out. Oh, wait, hold on. His Here we go. His computer was on mute. That was the issue. Yeah, so what the madness was all about, I realized there was a whole nother universe out there, a whole nother frontier, and the power of the madness and the mania just blew my 24-inch guns out, man. You mean to tell me there is another soul?